This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Tuesday, June 16, 2020. Well, we've all been watching the market pretty carefully, I'm sure, and it's pretty surprising how well it's recovered from that huge down day a week or so ago. Uh, and it was up again today. It had some good economic news, so we'll probably get into that, I think. You know, it's really interesting, you know, what's going on, because it's unprecedented. We have never dealt with this before, so it's surprising to everybody. No one, no one knows where the market's going to go for sure. I can tell you that it goes up over long periods of time, has for 120 years or so, uh, but there can be many years, like in the Great Depression, many years where it doesn't, but generally it goes up, okay? So this program is here to answer any questions about the market, about your money, anything, anything financial we'll talk about. Maybe you have something, a question about your 401k. I got um, one of our main talking points is about the four points. It's about 401k today. So whatever financial questions you might have, I'm here to listen. I'm Steve Peasley, and you're listening to Invest Talk. And at my company, KPP Financial, based in Irvine, California, we operate with a philosophy of independent thinking and shared success. Justin Klein and I are a little bit different than other investment advisors. Why? Well, First of all, we we only listen to ourselves. We don't buy advice. We don't we don't talk to anybody about what they're doing and copy their ideas. We're independent and we're unbiased. We only recommend investments that we invest are in ourselves. Our programs. I'm in every one of my programs. My own personal assets. Everyone. And we call that parallel investing, by the way, meaning our investments ride along with you, the clients, our clients. So, I'm ready to take your calls to 888-99-CHART is the number you can call right now. And in case you are wondering, yes, thanks to technology, Justin and I are doing no-cost, no-obligation portfolio assessments via telephone, Skype, or Jive. Especially now, in these times, you need to make sure your portfolio is balanced and, 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 and taking enough risk or taking proper risk according to your own personal needs. And sometimes that can be difficult to figure what the heck that is. But we can do it for you. We can help you with that. It is difficult sometimes. How, you know, maybe you don't want to be as risky as the stock market. That's okay. You, that's nothing wrong with that. You can reduce risk and still get better than money market rates. Money market rates, as you know, are virtually zero. It's really paltry. So, anyway. My main talking point today. What should you do if your employer cuts the 401k match? What if they get rid of the match, your employer, you know, the matching funds? Many of them don't match, but many others do match your your personal contributions. What should you do if they, they cut that out? Well, we'll talk about that. I think it's something we should discuss. Uh, a prominent Yale economist, Stephen Roach, says... The dollar is going to fall sharply. You need to explore that. Goldman Sachs is saying the recovering economy could run into a wall after the election. Why is that? Something that we should probably discuss. And finally, 
Do you know what? Uh, do you know what uh, this? Have your this term? Do you know what state it, it, it's, escheatment is? You know what that is? An escheatment account? Do you know what that means? You should. The state escheatment. What does that mean? I know you probably don't know because a couple of people in my office didn't know. My employees didn't know. So we're going to talk about that. This is where your money can be taken from you. By the state. You don't even know the money exists? We'll talk about that. The market was up today. 527 points on the Dow, 170 points on the NASDAQ, and 58 points on the S&P 500. That was a pretty good day, I think. Why was it up? What what, what made it go up? A couple of few things. Uh, one was uh, we had some really good numbers on the retail sales numbers were twice as strong as they expected, recovering from a very poor point. Remember, just because they're twice as strong, that means they were twice as strong as a very weak number the month before. But it still was a nice surprise. Also, uh, Trump was talking about, at least there's news, that about a $1 trillion infrastructure spending bill that he's working on. That was also good, received well by the market. They like that idea. So, anyway. And as regular listeners know, Justin and I make it a practice to get to as many caller questions as possible. So let's go ahead and go through the voice bank. The questions came in earlier on our Anytime listener line number, 888-99-CHART. Hi, Justin and Steve. This is Jacob from New York. What do you think about small cap and mid cap ETFs and or mutual funds at this point? Obviously, that one's lagging a bit more than, say, the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 a bit. Um, what's your thoughts on that for a short-term to mid-term uh, investment? Thank you. Well, I think your portfolio should have mid-cap and small-cap exposure. Uh, so I do like it. I like the value side better than the growth side. But I also want to address why the S&P or the NASDAQ is doing better. Because they are dominated by huge stocks. Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, um, Amazon. The, they, on the NASDAQ, they represent like these huge stocks which only a handful of them represents a huge portion of the NASDAQ and about 20% of the S&P 500. So it doesn't represent, like it used to, a more broad spectrum of the entire S&P 500. I mean, when only a handful of stocks represents 20% of, of 500 stocks, therefore you have a bunch of portfolio with not these five, like, uh, and you're, you're, you're going to wonder why your performance is bad. So just try to keep that in your mind. But so I do think small and mid cap value have been underpriced. And you can tell they're trying to catch up. You can tell that they are. Appreciate the question. Thank you. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278 is the number you can call right now. You know, that's our 20, it's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that line. So you can call and ask questions anytime you want. And we try to get to them on the very next show. So just remember that. Okay. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And as with the, uh, you know, as we watch the, you know, economic activity resume in many states, you know, we're, we're starting to, I understand movie theaters here in California, or at least where I lived, they're going to open up next month. So things are opening up. Restaurants are starting to open up. They still have 
you know, all those rules about face masks and distancing and stuff, that's going to be very tough for theaters and restaurants to comply with and still make money. But that's what they're doing. They are opening up. So if you have any questions, anything real financial, we want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, so we'll see how the summer goes, but we are opening up. The economic activity is starting to perk back up. We're trying to get back to normal, and I'm hoping that we'll get there fairly soon. In the meantime, how you can do better, be better prepared for market swings, for volatility, how do you do that? We should talk about that. And your participation is important for the mix of this show. So I would love to hear any of your questions, your live questions. We're live right now, 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. It's Tuesday, and we've all been watching the news and market volatility. Steve Peasley is here now, and he's ready with unbiased answers, but you've got to call with your questions. Invest Talk, 888 99Chart. 888 992 4278. Love to talk to you. 888 992 4278. Okay, let's talk about the, our main talking point today. And that is uh, uh, what do you do if your employer stops matching your 401k? And I would tell you this, what you do is you increase your participation. Just because, you, remember, it's a benefit the employer gives you. It's giving you free money. You take the free money as long as they're going to give it to you. But that doesn't mean you stop participating in your 401k. You need to have a retirement account. Now, personally, what you could do, if they're not participating at all in the 401k, they're not giving you a match, you can open up an IRA and max out your uh, annual IRA contributions because they're not matching, and the IRA has more flexibility than a 401k. But you still put money aside in a retirement account. You do not stop. Matter of fact, as I said, you increase it. Now, you're limited, of course, in your IRA contributions to $6,500 a year, I think. I think that's it. Or is that the, that's after you're 59 Maybe it's $5,500 a year. There's a 65 if you're over over a certain age. But doesn't matter. Max out that, then go back and continue up putting more money in the 401k. The average 401k is like $90,000. $90,000. That's not nearly enough for retirement. You need to put more money aside. Let the money grow. You got to let it grow. And, you know, if it is COVID thing and the laws they changed during this COVID thing, you're allowed to borrow, you're allowed to take that money out of your 401k if you want and help pay for bills and things. You've got three years, you can put it back or you can use it. So I, please don't do that. People are going to use it. I just know it. And then they're going to be short the retirement. Don't touch the 401k. It's not, pretend it's not there. It's not a bank account. It's a retirement account, your specific retirement account. Okay, let's keep things moving. Here comes another question from our Anytime Listener line, 888-99-CHART. Hi, Stephen, Justin. I love your show. My name is Matt. I was just wondering if you guys can take a look at this uh, one stock, Raytheon, RTX. Thinking about buying, picking up a little bit right here and 
you know, maybe you guys can give me your input on it. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Raytheon Technology provides uh, aerospace and defense systems and services for commercial, military, and government customers. RTX is the symbol. It's a pretty big company, 58 billion, 59 billion market cap. PE ratio is pretty low at around eight. Uh, sales have been falling. Um, the most recent quarter only up was down one percent. Quarter before that was up eight percent, and quarter before that was up eighteen. So hopefully it will turn itself around, but it's a fairly inexpensive stock at $67 a share, about an eight, an eight PE ratio, eight. Now, one thing you need to think about is that they rely on a lot of government military spending. Okay, the election's coming up. If Trump loses, I guarantee military spending is going to go down. And that won't be good for these kinds of stocks. Meanwhile, there's going to be a lot of worry up until election. So just bear that in mind, have that in the back of your head, uh, that as a possible danger out there to defense stocks. Okay? 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Has some really interesting things going on. Ouch. That was my... Uh, prominent Yale economist... Stephen Roach says the dollar is going to fall sharply. He thinks it's going to fall 35% against other currencies. Why? Well, he cites two things. A rise in the China, uh, a rise of China, the country, the rise of China and decoupling the U.S. trade partners, decoupling. And he also cites debt and dwindling savings here in the U.S., that's why he thinks the dollar's going to fall. Of course, you know what that helps. If he's true, if he's right, it's going to help gold, right? On the next invest talk, this analyst opinion: the U.S. economy recovery could run into trouble after the election. Economy. <laughs> now we that we'll have to change that. I'll, I'll analyze this, this tomorrow with what we're going to talk about. For now, I'm Steve Peasley, and I'm ready to take your questions live at 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. We've seen the markets go up, then down, sideways, and around. It's called volatility. And if you're a serious investor, you'll have finance and investment questions for Steve Peasley. He's here now taking your calls live. Invest Talk, 888-99-CHART. Okay, let's talk to Brandon in Mill Valley. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing good, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Great show as always. Thank you. Uh... I'm, I'm calling about NEO, the uh, Chinese electric car maker. It's been going up. Uh, it's doubled in 10 days, and yeah. I, I own it. So I wondered what your thoughts were moving forward. And I also take... want to ask about the falling dollar. Do you see real estate prices going up as a result of that? Hmm, that's a good question. First, talk about NEO. N-I-O is a symbol. Uh, it is a Chinese Company manufacturer sells electric vehicles and parts as well as provider of battery and charging services. It's a $7.7 billion company. They don't make money. You know how I feel about that, right? 
Brian, did you know that? They're making, yes, they're do. losing less money every year. They're like uh, Tesla, right? Tesla kept going up and up and up, and they still lost money. Um, their cash flow is a negative dollar thirty-three, and sales in the last two quarter fell in, fallen about twenty percent each, probably because of the virus in China, right? But the stock, I mean, it was up two point three percent today. It has done very, very well. What I would do, Brandon, is I take profits along the way. Because it's, it's above 52-week highs. There's no resistance to the stock. And you got to ride the ride as long as you can. So I would take, follow it up with a close stop, you know, to stop to get out. But maybe take profits along the way, just in case it crashes on you one day. You know, that could happen, especially a small price stock like this. You, you know, they move up very fast. They can move down very fast. So you might want to take a little profits off the table since you doubled your profit, doubled your money. Appreciate the call, Brandon. Thank you. Neo, N-I-O is a symbol, everybody. Okay, let's keep it moving. Here's another voice bank question, 888-99-CHART. Hi, this is TJ. I'm calling about Ingridian Incorporated, I-N-G-R. Uh, I think this would be a good stock to gain exposure to. It looks like they produce starches and sweeteners for various industries. I think it would be a good way to be more diversified with some food producers. The balance sheet looks pretty decent. They don't have any selling general admin expenses. They also have a good profit margin with uh, limited growth. See, this might be a good entry point. Just wondering your opinion. Thanks. Okay, yeah, we like this one. Uh, We have actually bought this account, this uh, stock for one or two of our managed accounts, Ingridian, manufactures food ingredients, starches, liquid sweeteners, derived mainly from the processing of corn. Uh, and they're gonna, they've made money forever, every year. They're going to make $6.29 this year after making six sixty three last year. So this has come down. They're going to rebound next year to $6.84. Sales for the last quarter was flat. Before that was about 9% for a couple, three quarters. So it's not the greatest grower, pays a 2.9% dividend, but it's an inexpensive stock with a really good balance sheet. In other words, they don't have a lot of debt. Okay? Um, so we kind of like it. It was at $140 a share back in 2017. Okay, 2017, they made $7.70 a share. Next year, they make $6.84. Now it's $86 a share. So... If you just gave it a, you know, its P range is 9 to 20. If you gave it a, 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 a 15 PE, just a 15 PE, it'd probably be worth about 100 bucks or so. Okay, maybe 90. But I like that dividend, and I like the slow growth and the st- stability, and the, it's really a well-managed company. You will never get huge doubling of the price. It's not that kind of company. But it is very solid. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. The airlines are burning through cash. We know that, right? On average, about $230 million per day. Burning it. That's what they're spending. They're losing that much every day. As much as $84 billion in total so far. That's how much they lost. $84 billion. Now, as flights resume with reduced seating capacity, airline passenger revenue is limited. Don't think the cheap seats are cheap, though. They're no longer cheap. 
they're trying to make up for the limited seats that they can sell on a plane for social distance. I don't know. Seems like an oxymoron to me. How do you can't? How are you gonna have social distancing on an airplane? Not gonna happen. Even if you have seen them in every other seat, the aisle across from you is not six feet away. It just makes no sense to me. It, you know, it, it, that is just not going to be not going to happen. Social distance is not going to happen on an airplane. Anyways, there are some good news here. More than a half a million passengers boarded planes last week, largest number since March 21st. So there, there, there are they are coming back. Okay, each day on Invest Talk, we discuss stock market activity. And then, of course, one of the key players in the world is the New York Stock Exchange, NYSE, New York Stock Exchange. So as we go to break, here's my two-part trivia question. In which year was the New York Stock Exchange founded, and how many original brokers signed the agreement? I'll have the answer after the break. But now we're taking your market and financial questions live, 888-99-CHART. At the start of each new day, we are presented with opportunities, the chance to learn better ways of doing things, the prospect for establishing stronger business connections. But as you go about your daily routine, there's one task, one challenge you should not put off, the need to plan for and work toward achieving financial freedom. That point in the future when your money, your assets are working for you while you work only if you want to. Getting from here to there to your idea of financial freedom is possible. However, serious investors eventually recognize that unless they can afford to devote the time and efforts required to thoroughly understand market dynamics, to properly balance, optimize, and maintain their portfolios, Expert guidance will be essential. The moment that spark of reality hits, you will want to consult with Steve Peasley and Justin Klein of KPP Financial in Irvine, California. KPP Financial consultations are unbiased, offered without cost or obligation, and designed to help guide individuals toward their ultimate financial objectives. The next highly beneficial step for your investing future can start when you reach out to Steve or Justin via Skype, a phone call, or a quick message through investtalk.com. You are listening to Invest Talk. Every Friday on the program and the podcast, Steve Peasley shares highlights from the newest edition of the KPP Premium Newsletter. Listen Fridays to Invest Talk. And now, Steve and Justin welcome your calls and questions. 888-99-CHART. Okay, before the break, I gave uh, you my trivia question. In which year was the New York Stock Exchange, NYSE, founded, and how many original brokers signed the agreement? So, the New York Stock Exchange was founded 228 years ago. That's May 17, 1792. I bet you didn't think it was that old. 1792. There were 24 stockbrokers signed the Buttonwood Agreement on Wall Street in New York City. Famously, they met under a Buttonwood tree and formed a centralized exchange for the just burgeoning 
securities market in the United States. So today, the New York Stock Exchange is, worth, is the world's largest securities exchange. It provides a marketplace for buying and selling millions upon millions of stocks, 9.3 million stocks and other securities, bonds, you know, uh, options, all of 9 million plus. The New York Stock Exchange lists 82% of the S&P 500 stocks. It lists 90% of the Dow Jones Industrial Stocks. The NYSE has 70 of the world's largest corporations. The NYSE itself is publicly traded. It's a, it has 3,000 employees and trades under the symbol ICE, ICE, ICE. And for those of you who are wondering whether all trades in the modern era are electronic, the answer is no. The New York Stock Exchange uses two methods of trading. Brokers on the floor and all electronic. And you do realize that you know the, the, the auction the, the stock exchange buying and selling stocks is no more than an auction. A seller wants to sell a stock, a buyer wants to buy a stock, and they agree to a price. Or they don't agree to a price. It's a it, it's a you know it's an auction every day on every stock. Okay. Let's talk to Jay in Redwood City. Jay. Hey, how's it going? Um, I got a question about a fairly new company called Electromechanica. Their stock ticker is S-O-L-O. They make a single passenger vehicle, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on them. Okay. It's a Canadian-based company, designs, manufactures, and sells edge electric vehicles under the, under the solo name. I don't know if I've ever seen one of those. Anyway, it's, it's a yeah, very, they're pretty very crazy looking. Yeah, it's a very small company. Uh, they IPO'd in uh, late, late, later part of 2018. Uh, the $75 million company, that's really tiny. And they lose money. They've lost money every year. They're going to lose 75 cents a share this year. They lost 85 cents a share last year. They're going to lose 67 cents a share next year. Sales are very small. The most recent quarter, they sold $100,000 worth of cars. That's nothing. How much do these cars cost? Do you know? Uh, between fifteen dollars and $20,000. I, I know they, uh, they just, uh, they're going to put in a new factory in Arizona and Oregon. And they're putting a new dealership in Los Angeles. They already have one there now. So they are expanding. Interesting. Interesting. So the question is, is this a fast enough grower, right? I mean, remember, that's it's, it's uh, electric vehicles industry is growing fast. And can this company keep up? Your question should be, does the American consumer want a one-passenger electric car? Is that what you told me? It was one-passenger? Just a driver? Yeah, single single passenger. It's almost like a motorcycle. It's a three wheel uh, enclosed uh-huh. um, car slash motorcycle. I think they're actually considered a motorcycle, but it's enclosed. They have air conditioning, okay. stereo system, but it's a uh, single yeah. passenger because they're they're saying that most people drive by themselves anyway. So, uh, and if it's an electric true. vehicle, which is which are becoming popular, that it might yeah, be a that is true. And, so and the this stock is, a- is super cheap right now. So. Yeah, this is a very high-risk play. Um, I wouldn't invest in it because I don't buy stocks that don't make money. But if you're going to, just realize that it's extremely high risk. Either you're going to lose all your money or you're going to make a lot of money. There's not much in between, okay? Because either it's going to be successful or it's going to go out of business. It's small, very small. 
could be purchased by somebody too. That could happen. It's a two dollar stock. So it's yeah. I mean, not that long ago it was a one dollar stock. Right? It's hundred percent return. So you could take a shot at it, but it was wouldn't be for me, Jay. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Let's go to Eugene, Eugene in North Carolina. He wants to talk about airline stocks. Eugene. Thanks for taking my call, Steve. You, you were talking about social distancing being a problem in airlines. Yeah. In the airline, in the planes. I, I have a solution for this. You can take this sort of as tongue in cheek, but maybe something seriously. Before uh-huh. COVID-19, do you remember how they would go through the emergency procedure about putting on the uh, right. an oxygen mask, mask that drops down? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I've been on planes many times. So, yeah. Sure. So you're suggesting to well, have, have that... Well, maybe the, maybe we the solution is guess what's going to drop down from the from the time you sit down on the plane. Maybe maybe they can hook those up so that you always breathe from that oxygen mask and it, and all the air you breathe out goes out the plane and everyone can still be they won't be breathing each other's uh, air. That's not a bad thought. I mean, of course the FAA won't like it, but that's not a bad thought. Then you can fill up the plane with the seats. See, because how do you stay six feet apart, uh, Eugene? I don't know how well, you the do only that. Reason- yeah, the only reason you need to stick, stay six feet apart right now is you, you, you don't want to breathe on someone else and have them breathe right. in the air you breathe out. And, of course, you don't want correct. to touch anyone. Right. Correct. That's all correct. Uh, so if, so. They, if they reconfigure the oxygen mass that, that drops down so that all the air that's coming in, it, it also it's, it's expelled out of the airplane. It, it will use more fuel, but you can, you can fill every, every seat. Well, that's a well, thought. I don't know if they're considering it, but, man, they got to do something. Because you can't have a plane that's half full or less because of social distancing requirements and think that the airlines can make money. They can barely make money when the plane's practically full. So so this is not going to happen. Appreciate the call. Thank you, Gene. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And yes, the economy is reopening in phases. Most of us realize that the resumption of a strong level of economic activity is going to take some time. Not going to just bounce back all of a sudden be like it was. But you can't allow your retirement objectives to be controlled by the pandemic. You've got to take control of it. You need to take steps now to protect and grow your portfolio. And and especially with the recent market volatility, I don't think that's going to stop. I I think I've been saying it for months now that you're going to have more volatility this year. It's just going to be a lot more volatile. Even before the COVID virus, you're going to have more volatility because it's an election year. But with the COVID virus, that now just makes it worse. Volatility, up and down volatility. So, so whether you're a conservative investor, you know, edging close to retirement, or a younger worker looking for more aggressive opportunities, we can, KPP, can customize an investing strategy designed to achieve your financial freedom goals. Okay, and, and at the same time, manage risk, managing the risk that you take. You, talk, you hear me talk about it all the time. So get started, go to our no-cost portfolio review, and please call or send a message through investtalk.com. Investtalk.com, with two Ts, investtalk. Now I'm here and ready to provide unbiased answers to your financial and investment questions. We're taking your calls, 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. Steve and Justin have just recorded a new rapid-fire hour at a faster pace you can hear answers to 29 caller questions. The podcast download is free. Go to investtalk.com, search April Bonus Show. 
And now the phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your calls. 888-99-CHART. This is Austin from Ohio, and I have a question on oil tanker companies. Two in particular I own, and both have dividends over 20 and 30% respectfully, and they do appear to be strong buys. DHT and FRO are the two companies that I'm curious about. I'm just wondering if they're well-positioned to rise as oil is at a max level and in need of storage for the near term. So thanks so much, guys. I would appreciate hearing your feedback on the show. Take care. Okay. These oil tankers in general are very, very uh, unstable earnings. They have very unstable earnings year over year over year. For instance, DHT Holdings, symbol DHT. Uh, last year, next year, they're going to make $0.62. Cents. This year, they're going to make $2.21. So they're going from $2.21 this year per share down to 62 cents next year. Last year, they made 51 cents. Year before, they lost 33 cents. Year before that, they gained 18 cents. This is, they're notorious for this. So don't buy into the dividend being at a certain level because they are very volatile in that issue. Don't, don't buy one of these stocks based on their dividend. That's not a smart thing to do. Now, Right now, uh, if you look at $2.21, it's a $5.71 stock. It looks super cheap. Even at $0.62 next year, that's under a 10 PE. Well, this is the the five-year range of their PE, from 4 to 413. So they've been as low as 4 and as high as 413. That gives you an idea how volatile these things are these tankers companies are. So don't be very, very careful. Uh, you know, this is a pretty speculative play, uh, these these kinds of stocks. As long as you have your eyes wide open and you know it's speculative, you know that the earnings and sales is pretty erratic over the years, then you can invest in them. I don't care for it. I don't care for it. I don't like that. It's too speculative to me. But if you want to take risks, this is where you can be, you can take risks. The stock price, the range for the last 10 years, the price of the stock is low as $2, and the high is $7. And right now, it's $5.71. It's never, in the last 10 years, it's never got above $5. I'm never above $7. So, uh, too risky for me, and not enough upside reward, personally. Anyways. Okay. That was about oil tankers, and the symbol with DHG was one of the stocks he was mentioning. Um, let's see. Let's talk about – I got another talking point. Okay. Do you know what a state is cheapment means? Is cheapment. Is cheapment. E-S-H-E-A-T-M-E-N-T. That's cheapment. Maybe it's E-S-C-H-E-M-E-N-T. Not sure. What that means is the state has a right to come in and take the money of any abandoned accounts. For instance, this is most common. You have a 401k of an employee you work with for, for one year, two, ten years ago. It has $1,500 in it, and you forgot all about it. If there is no activity, if you do not go after the money, if nothing happens and that account stays there, each state has a different time period. After a certain number of years, the state can go in and grab it. 
and it's now their money. Now, don't think this is not tiny dollars. In 2013, the last time they really looked at all the achievements, there was over a trillion dollars in orphaned accounts, all retirement accounts, a trillion that the states are going to take. So make sure you think back and see if you have any old accounts. This is one of the reasons why I suggest to people, roll your old 401ks into your, either your new new 401k or roll it into an IRA. I would prefer you roll it into an IRA because you're going to have a lot more choices. But don't leave it with your old employer. That's a big no-no because you may forget about it. And don't scoff at that. Years go by. You go by. You can, the, obviously, people forget about. But there's a trillion dollars in as of 2013. How much more is it now? I don't know. So don't forget about it. Think back and combine those accounts. Don't have seven, eight, nine, ten different accounts. You'll lose track. How are you going to manage that many accounts, anyways? It, you know, it's your money. You got to be careful with it. It's your money. Don't let the state take it. It's, and we're not talking about taxes. We're just talking about taking the whole amount. They just take it. If that's abandoned, and each state has different rules. Some states it's five years with no activity on it. Some states it's 10 years. I don't, it depends on the state. You have to look at their rules. But they do have those rules that they can go in and take it. Every state does. Just take it. So, please Review your past activities. See if you have any IRAs or 401ks or savings accounts. They'll, they'll do the same thing with savings accounts or checking accounts. They'll do the same thing. If they feel they're abandoned and they meet the, the rules of abandonment, they'll, they'll take it. Okay, everybody? Try to remember that. 888-99-CHART is our number. 888-992-4278. We're rolling up on the last 10-minute segment of the show, everybody. So if you want to get in, you can call live right now, 888-992-4278. Um, when we get back, we'll talk about Goldman Sachs and why they think um, the, that why they think that the economy is going to run into a wall after the election. Uh, I read that and I'm thinking, why? What, what's what's their thinking? Well, we'll talk about that when we come back. 888-992-4278. The market was up today. The, uh, the Dow was up 527 points, and NASDAQ up 170, and the S&P up 58. Uh, has, have you noticed, if you look at charts to see what's going on, remember, we had that big, huge one-down day, right? Huge down day. Have we made that up? No. But we're more than halfway there. That's pretty significant. We'll see what it does. We'll see how it works. So I'm Steve Peasley. You're listening to Invest Talk. This you drive the show with your questions. So please call 888-99 Church. While we're live now, again we're in the last section of the show. So 888-992-4278. This is Invest Talk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? 
Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. Hey guys, uh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, regular listener, uh, thanks for your insight. My question is about the company T Limited. S E Sam Eagle. Look forward to your thoughts on this. Thank you. Well, this company had a, has had a really good run. It's at $100.80 a share right now. I mean, at the bottom in March, it didn't fall that much, really. Uh, it was at $40. So what does this company do? C-Limited. C-Limited. This is out of Singapore. A Singapore-based company develops an Internet platform consisting of digital entertainment e-commerce. Okay? They don't make any money. They don't make money. Sales are growing well over 100% a quarter. So that's why the stock is $100.80. Sales. Sales are skyrocketing. They have a lot of debt. They have negative cash flow of $1.71. They're going to lose $1.77 a share this year, then $0.99 cents a share next year. So you're betting on the come. Everybody's betting on the come on this, uh, this stock. Came out public in 2017 around $13, $14 or so. And today, so I wouldn't chase it. I don't like chasing stocks. I don't want to, after a stock has done this well, I don't like to chase after it. Now, many times you can chase after and it keeps going up. But more often than not, they have a hiccup somewhere and the stock is cut in half. So it's one of those, again, I don't buy stocks that don't make money. I don't recommend people to buy stocks that don't make money. You buy stocks that make money, growing their earnings and sales, maintaining a, a nice profit margin so with some stability. That doesn't mean that I don't take chances on certain stocks. I do. I have to take a chance, but you only do that with one or two out of 30 that you may have in your portfolio. This stock is overbought, has been overbought from like $80 a share all the way up to $100. Stay in overbought. That tells me it's probably going to have a fall at some point. But it was a new 52-week high today, up 3.65% today, $3.55. So it's hard to argue that's success. Okay? Okay, Goldman Sachs is saying the economy, the recovering economy, could run into a wall after the election. This is why. They expect a 2.3% fall in disposable income next year. They think there's going to they're not the recovery is going to be nice, but it's going to be below below income this year, even with the COVID virus. So they think that means disposable income to spend by consumers is going is the wall that they're talking about. They expect jobs coming back, and they expect consumer spending will be less. That's why they're saying that the economy is going to hit a wall. I am not so convinced of that. I I don't know if I agree. If President Trump and Congress can agree to an infrastructure stimulus package, this can be very beneficial to the economy. And they're talking about a trillion dollars, not some little tiny thing, a trillion dollars. And 
I think I mentioned last week, the savings rate for the last month or two has doubled because no one could spend the money. You saw retail sales double the expectations just this last month, reported today. So the so people are going to spend that money. Their savings rate is 8% right now in normal times. Right now, it's 17%. That means all that stimulus money they were getting, those checks, they just put it in the bank. They didn't spend it, but they can spend it. It's there to spend, and I think they will spend it. That's going to help the economy. So I'm not sure if I agree with Goldman Sachs' conclusions there. I do think that they I'm Steve Peasley. Everybody, thank you for listening. I will return tomorrow. And please tell your friends we have posted a new Best of Caller Question podcast. It can be downloaded now for free on investtalk.com, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. So have a great night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART. 